Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode 219, 10 times your effort into finding love. I was inspired to do this episode because there is a book that has been sitting on my shelf for several years, and I actually love to purge my books if I don't read them right away, but there are a few that I've held on to, and it just wasn't the right time to read it, but... Now is the right time to read it. So glad I held on to it. I like to Marie Kondo the books. If they're not sparking joy or I really don't think I'll ever pick it up, just get rid of it, even if I never read it, because someone else will get something out of it. And I like I like that idea of the energy of that serving somebody else and not taking energetic space up in my physical space. But that's neither here nor there. Drumroll, please. The title of the book is called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And I had purchased the book a few years ago while I was in a coaching mastermind group, building my business, growing my business. And it's about creating a goal and then multiplying that uh, that goal by 10. Now stay with me because this is about how the book inspired me to apply it to your effort in finding love and yes, times your goal, i.e. who it is that you're looking for by 10. So what do I mean by all of this? Grant Cardone talks about as I just said, if you set a goal, times that goal by 10. And here's why, for many reasons, right? It forces you to really think in a more expansive way. And the reality is a lot of people don't set big goals because they don't want to feel the disappointment or feel like a failure if they don't hit the goal. So it's often easier to set smaller goals, but what he has observed is that when people hit their relatively smaller goals, and this could be anything, you guys. This isn't just necessarily business, even though that is the context of what this book is about. Again, stay with me. (laughs) I have a big setup here before I dive into 10 times the effort into your love life and how you can go about doing that. He talks about how a lot of people who set lower goals and hit them actually aren't that happy or that satisfied. And I can totally relate to that where I've dated someone where like, yeah, I'm attracted to them and they're nice and fine and they show up, but it's not like 10 times the desire of who I would want to attract. He was no Larry. I never met anyone like Larry until I found Larry. And I know for sure that I put in so much effort to find him. And I started thinking about myself. Well, first of all, why didn't I read the book, The 10X Rule, especially when I was in this business mastermind and investing in coaching 
and spending a lot of money and time and effort, why wouldn't I be all about 10 timesing my actions and then 10 timesing my goal? Because I want you to all hear this. If you're looking for love right now, or even if you're heartbroken, I feel like I should do 10 times your effort into healing your heart as well as a separate episode. There is a time and a place to take massive, massive action. And there's also a time and a place to slow down. I've talked about this a lot, and I don't want to spend too much time on it. But ultimately, where I found myself in the last three years, I've been with Larry for three and a half years. I've been living in Santa Barbara for exactly three years now. And it is safe to say that I definitely bit off more than I could chew in terms of setting a goal to scale my business to a seven-figure level and acclimate into becoming a step-parent figure role to Larry's four children between, at the time, four and 11. Now they're between seven and 15. And it just was a lot. And believe me when I say, and I get emotional every time, thinking about them coming into my life and what they mean to me and what Larry means to me, hands down. He and the kids are the best thing that ever happened to me. And at the same time, it was a lot of emotional energy that I wasn't really prepared for. Of course, you know, the awkward moments and the hard moments of me coming into their lives and um, the ups and the downs that I, so I hear isn't any different for people who are biological parents, but it it was definitely for sure safe to say a shock to my system to sign up for this life with them. And I really, I don't know why I'm crying so much, but I really wouldn't have it any other way. But at the same time, I was investing a fuck ton of money into a coaching mastermind and setting these insane goals while also just trying to process this new, very huge role that I was taking on. And like, even still, not only the relationship with his four children, but also still developing my relationship with Larry. We met a few months before the pandemic. I moved in the middle of the pandemic. You know, he and I, yes, we made this big decision for me to move with a plan for the future. But we, you know, that was, I moved six, seven months into our relationship, eight months maybe into our relationship. There was a lot of growth and healing that he and I did with me living here. It was just so much, you guys. And so all of that to say is I really needed to table my huge goal in my business and just be in my business, still coach well, still sell what I'm teaching and coaching on, but not at that exponential level and not with that kind of pressure and like it felt very much like there was this rush to grow it really fast. And I do think that that was partially my coach, but it was also me like going along with it, thinking I should and I have to and all of that. So I'm spending too much time on this. I just want you to check in with yourself. You you may not be in my scenario, but if you really want to find love and you're curious about 10 times in your effort, if by any chance you're also like setting a major health goal or a major finance goal or a major business goal or you're leaving your day job and you're about to go out as an entrepreneur and start your business, maybe 10 times in your effort to find the love of your life isn't 
appropriate for right now. And maybe you take a couple of the things that I say here and you increase it a little bit, but you don't take it to the 10 times maximum level. Again, I believe there is a time and a place to take massive action. And there's also a time and a place to pause and go inward. And ironically, I've mentioned this episode a few times. It's one of my favorite episodes that I released earlier this year in 2023. It's called Inward and Onward. And because I had felt like I had been in this very reactive and really a space of just being a raw nerve for 2020, 2021, and 2022, and it was really just feeling like I was a ping pong ball with a lot of shit happening in my business and a lot of shit happening personally, not even just with Larry and the kids. There was just a lot going on. And again, it was too much for my nervous system to handle. And then I was like trying to push myself and create goals from a very anxious and reactive place, which is never a good time and space to be taking massive action. If you're in a reactive, overwhelmed, anxious, exhausted, burnt out space, clean that shit up first before you take massive action on any goal. So I just can't hit home hard enough on this because I am the queen of taking massive action from from that ungrounded, reactive, exhausted, burnt out place that's just got to do it, got to get it done. And that has just been yet another layer of the humbling experience that coaching is. (laughs) Self-coaching, right? Like I've talked about this recently. I thought I had it all figured out by the time I hit my late 30s, really, where my business took off. And financially, I was really coming into my own. And I found Larry. And I loved who I saw in the mirror. And then there was just like wobble in all of those areas. Larry and I were never breaking up at any point. There was a moment four months into our relationship where I wondered if we were going to work, but we've had some trying, challenging times for sure. What I love so much about this work is that it always works and it always is applicable and it's always there. And we're never done with the healing and the growth journey in all areas of our lives. And I think that that's what keeps us motivated and inspired and on our toes. At least I can say that for me. So make sure you are in a calm, grounded, rested place and you have the space and you really believe you have the energy. Or if you don't and you want to create the space and the time and the energy to 10 times your effort into finding love, then do that. Just make sure that you're creating that before I get into 10 ways to 10 times your effort in finding love. So again, he talks about 10 times in your goal. And if you're 10 times in your goal, you must 10 times your effort. So how do you 10 times your goal of finding your ideal person? I think a lot of you are settling for crumbs and settling for lamos. And because you feel a pull to that person, you think that person is your ideal person. Look at all the people who you've settled for in the past, who you were crazy about. And now you look back and you're like, what the fuck did I ever see in him? How the fuck did he get that much real estate in my brain? (laughs) I for sure can relate to that. And so 10 times your goal, who is this ideal person you want to attract? Who is this dreamboat? 
What are the qualities that they have? What kind of a relationship do you guys have together? How does he show up in the beginning of your relationship? Does he want the same things you want? Do his actions line up with his words? Is your love language compatible with his love language? What's his number on the Enneagram? What's your number on the Enneagram? What do the books say about Enneagram compatibility? What's his fucking, what's the, what is it? Star sign or birthday month? Why am I blanking on this? Astrology sign? Is he a Taurus? Gemini? What's yours? I always say don't take the Enneagram or his birthday month or time that he was born to too literally, but get curious. Like, what's your idea of your compatibility with someone? I always said, and if you don't know what the Enneagram is, look it up. E-N-N-E. A-G-R-A-M, the Enneagram. It's this really cool personality system. I actually have a podcast on the Enneagram. And I always said, I need another six. I'm a six and I need to be with a six. If I ended up falling in love with a seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, five, who cares, right? But it's like getting really specific on who your ideal person is And recognizing that who you've been going for and giving time and energy to is not 10 times who you would actually want to be with. So take my math here a little lightly, please. But I think you guys get my drift. Who have you been settling for? My guess is someone giving you crumbs. If you could take the things that you liked about that person and then add in all the shit that you need needed from that person, that would be that person times 10. And again, (laughs) don't take my math. So literally. So up the ante, get like up your standards is really essentially what I'm trying to say here, guys. Raise the standards of who it is that you want. And if you raise your standards by 10 times, wouldn't you feel more motivated and inspired to increase the efforts to find that person 10 times? My guess is yes. And so what I want you to do is raise the standards, get clear on who he is, and then get clear on all the effort that you're willing to put into finding that person and making sure it's from a grounded, clear, calm, detached space. And if you're like, well, I don't even know how to get there, I highly recommend you go to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and apply to my program. We have a six-month option and a 12-month option. We also have payment plans. I love giving you guys all of this content here on the podcast, but that could be a whole other podcast episode. And I'm sure I've touched on this in other episodes anyway. And then from there, once you're clear on who your ideal person is, which is definitely at least times 10. God, if I think about my rock bottom ex, I mean, Larry is a bajillion times better than my rock bottom ex. Go to episode five if you're not familiar with that story at 29 and 30 years old. That really inspired me to get on this whole heartbreak, finding love, coaching journey. And then really getting clear on, well, if I was really thinking about my real ideal person and raising those standards and my desire for that person, what actions would I be willing to take? And I have come up with 10 for you. You are welcome. Number one, the amount that you're swiping times that by 10. Now, let's say you're swiping on the apps for 10 minutes, swipe 100 minutes a day. Does that feel aggressive? 
divide it by four. That's four 25-minute sessions throughout the day. Does that seem so crazy? Would you do that for your ideal dream guy or girl or person? Now, let's say you're already swiping an hour a day. No, I don't expect you to do 10 hours a day. I want you guys, especially with this podcast, to not take everything that I say so literally. If you're already swiping an hour a day, could you double that? Could you make it two hours a day? Could you make it four 30-minute sessions throughout the day? All the while making sure it is intentional. Remember, the massive action doesn't really matter if it's coming from this, oh, I'm just swiping two hours a day and I'm doing the motion right now of the finger just going left really, really fast over and over and over again, right? Just here's me taking massive action and doing 10 times the effort to find my ideal person, right? No, really intentionally taking two hours and looking at your person. And if that sounds so crazy to you, think about your desire of finding that person. And would it be worth it for you to swipe two hours a day? And I know you can find that person elsewhere. I'm just saying the dating apps are the mainstream way. If you want to be resistant to the whole dating app phenomenon, go to the dating app Smackdown episode. Okay. Number two, meditate. 10 minutes a day if you're not meditating at all. If you're meditating an hour a day, no, I don't think you need to meditate 10 hours a day. But I was reading about this in a beautiful book that I've been reading. It's called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. It's by David Cameron Gikandi, G-I-K-A-N-D-I. And he just says, meditate, just do it. No one can put into words the power of meditation, but do it. It's magic. It will make your life so much more abundant. Just do it. Meditate. And I'm like, yep, sold again on meditation. Even though there are tons of scientific studies that do show the benefits of meditation. But the reason why I'm throwing this in there and don't you know, give up on me yet, I'm going to give you some more concrete active steps in terms of getting yourself out there and increasing your effort to find your person. But this is just a great reminder, not just for you guys, but for me. I have been consistently meditating every single day this year, and I know it's contributing to a ton of success that I've been having lately. Going inward, really just connecting to my inner guide, God, the universe, and that's my language. It may not be yours, but there is something that happens when you calm your nervous system, get still, get quiet, and go within. And when you are more deeply connected to yourself, what do you think the chances are of finding someone who you're going to be deeply connected to? So again, if you already meditate an hour a day, I don't know, maybe you could add in a half hour of visualization or do something to amp it up. Three, self-coach. If you don't know what that looks like, it's about taking tools and managing your mind. I teach you a couple of those tools that have really worked for me in my group program and with my one-on-one students. So meditation is the watching of the mind, the stillness of the mind, going inward, connecting in silence, and self-coaching is actively shifting the thoughts that do not serve you. So if in meditation in your step two, you are observing thoughts like, 
All the good ones are gone. Dating sucks. I hate the apps. The apps work for other people. It doesn't work for me. I'm getting old. I don't look good. I just attract unavailable people. It's not in the cards for me. Dating is too hard. I can't do this. If that's your automatic tape that's habitually playing on and on and on over and over and over again, that's okay. It is okay. You have a human brain. My brain thinks all kinds of catastrophic negative shit all the time, which is why I self-coach. And my brain isn't going to be perfectly managed all the time, but over time, it has exponentially up-leveled so that I have more abundance in my life, so that I have better health in my life, better relationships in my life, and yes, found Larry in my life. I feel like right now I just have the highest level of clients who I'm attracting as well. The work that's happening in my program, same title as this podcast, Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better. It is for all women. It doesn't matter your age, sexual orientation, race, or religion. I just find that when I am really up-leveling my mind, I have a very up-leveled outer world experience, both professionally and personally. That still doesn't mean I don't have negative thoughts. I can't stress this enough. I have them and I look at them. And some of those negative thoughts I choose to own. There are some people in the world that piss me off and I own that. I don't want to change my mind about them. But for the goals that I want to create, I'm going to be way more intentional with fine-tuning my thoughts and practicing new ones over and over and over and over and over and over and over again so that I can create new results. And yes, I always say this now. I deleted a bunch of older episodes because I felt like my approach to this whole, your thoughts create your results was very black and white. And I wasn't really sharing how this work is way more nuanced. But again, we don't have all the time in the world to talk about how nuanced thoughts creating your results are. But self-coaching has proven to me and getting coach has proven to me by using these thought tools that when I actively, repetitively, consistently practice diffusing shitty thoughts that have yielded me shitty results, again, personally and professionally, that my results are incredible when I keep committing to doing them. Four, tell your friends you're single. When people ask you, oh, are you seeing anyone? Instead of No, I mean, dating is really hard. I'm kind of taking a break from dating. I'm really just focusing on my career. I I don't know. Like, I just am on the apps, but like, they're really shitty. (laughs) If you're automatically kind of compensating, explaining, justifying, defending, deflecting the question, instead of saying, I'm not seeing anyone, do you know of anyone really great? Because I'm definitely looking. Put it out there. Tell people. When I was growing my business initially as a life coach before it even snowballed into heartbreak and finding love coaching, I sent a huge mass email out to every single person I know that I am becoming a life coach. This is what it looks like. This is what it is. These are my rates. Please tell your friends or if you yourself need help, let me know. And I put it out on Facebook. Now, you may not want to put out on Facebook or Instagram, hey guys, looking for love, but hey, to each their own. If you want to do that, I would totally put my hat off, give my hat off to you. That would be amazing. But I get it if you don't want to do that there. But, you know, 
own your singledom a little bit more and own your search a little bit more and just notice the way that you're talking about your singledom and your desire for love. And you will never know if you don't tell everyone you see. And again, it's not, hi, so good to see you. So I'm looking for love and wanted to put it out there in case you knew anyone. You guys know what I mean. Be cool. (laughs) but own your singledom and don't be shy about letting people know and asking around. Five, join a community to meet people and get involved. I don't know if it's like a pickleball club or if there was some sport that you played in high school. That might sound really crazy to you, but actually think about it. Is there a local basketball team or lacrosse team or a running club or is there a wine club? Maybe it's not about high school unless you drank wine, right? But like when I moved to LA the second time, I got involved in an acting class. It's like, I love acting. I also wanted to work on my craft. And to be in a room with like-minded people, I created some really amazing friendships in that room. So get out there and meet people. Six, get decked out once a week to be around, and it could be male, female, or non-binary energy, or go to a coffee shop or sit at a bar. Now, you may not be like me and enjoy getting decked out. I love getting decked out. I still love planning my outfit for date night with Larry, and I want to always do that. Decked out might be different for you, but I would suggest presenting yourself out in the world as if you were going to show up on a first date with someone. Present yourself out in the world as if you were going on a first date with someone who you were interested in. So maybe you don't drink, coffee is more your thing, daytime's more your thing. Are you at home or in your small cubicle at work and just hanging out with people who you know who aren't available or are totally platonic to you and isolating yourself? Or are you an entrepreneur like me? And would you maybe go to a coffee shop and look cute and do work on your laptop and you never know who you're going to meet? Get yourself out there. Seven, be who you want to attract. So are you looking for someone who's really rich? What are you doing to be really rich? I'm serious. Look, if you're interested in money and you like a lot of money, I like a lot of money. I like nice things. But it was I've talked about this on earlier episodes. My thought was, if I want someone who's financially comfortable, make sure I'm financially comfortable. And financial comfortability... Being rich, that's all relative for everyone, but I hear that a lot. Oh, I want someone with a lot of money. I want someone who's really healthy. I want someone who's doing the work. I want someone who's really vulnerable. I want someone who's active. Are you doing and being all the things that you're looking for in your ideal person? And if you're not, get to work on that before expecting someone to show up and be that for you. Eight, Be consistent with specifics about who he is or she is or they are. Be consistent with specifics about who your person is. Get really clear and consistently think about those qualities that you are looking for. Again, it kind of goes back to the setup before we entered into the action of getting really clear on who this person is, 10 timesing your standards of what you've been settling for, but then thinking about those things that you want and that person that you want, really, I should say, every single day. 
for at least 10 minutes if you're not doing it now. This is something that is easy to forget as well as number nine, which is separate from be consistent with the specifics of who he is. Then nine, connect to the feeling place of being with your ideal person. So getting really clear and remembering, wait, who is it that I want to attract? And then separately committing to 10 minutes of feeling like your ideal person is here. What are you guys doing? How do you interact? What are your days looking like? What are your evenings looking like? What do you text each other throughout the day? How does that feel? And are you letting your body drop into that feeling and lighting yourself up every single day? That truly is the meat and the potatoes of this work and will bring your manifestation into fruition so much quicker. And finally, 10, shameless self-plug, join my program. Stop winning them back and find someone better. I know I just mentioned it earlier. Just stay with me, you guys. Yes, again, shameless self-plug, but you know what? I serve you on this podcast every month, every week. Could you, could you just listen to my pitch here for a second? Why do I think joining my program would be 10 times in your effort to attract a person that is 10 times who you actually think you want? We offer four 90-minute coaching calls every single week. So you have an opportunity to be a part of elevated conversations with like-minded, amazing catches like you, talking and pointing out what their blind spots are and getting coached and hearing the things that they don't want to hear, but that they need to hear and taking it like a champ and laughing and crying. You do not interact with each other. You only interact with me. So it's a Zoom call and there's a panel of the students on the call, first name only. And you have the option to raise your hand and get coached and everybody else can watch. You don't have to show up for those four 90-minute calls. They are scheduled at various times. So women all over the States and all over Europe and the world can sign up for at least one of those calls. Nobody is slipping through the cracks. They are learning so much just by watching, which is phenomenal. And they have access to my 75 video course that really maps out all the thought tools I was talking about and my processes of stopping wanting him back, falling in love with you, and finding someone better. There's just so much to sink your teeth into a six month option, a 12 month option, a payment plan option. There's really something for everyone. The value in there is exponential and it keeps you in this very elevated conversation and therefore elevated energy and inspiration and motivation to keep your eye on the prize and take these said actions and multiply them by 10 to finally find your Larry who might have four unbelievable little beings for you to also love. Don't worry. I know that's not for everybody, (laughs) but it definitely was for me. That was obviously not even a part of what I was imagining when I called Larry into my life, but I did have this idea. It was going to be so much better than what I could have even possibly imagined. And it is. That doesn't mean it has always been easy or smooth or energizing. It's often been (laughs) exhausting at times, but so fucking worth it. And all this work and effort and healing and growth and time and energy and, you know, 
really, it's been very humbling for me as well to look at how I had created so much drama in my life, so much pain in my life just because of the way I thought about myself. And that is hard to recognize and hard to process, but it's so worth it to get on the other side so that you too can attract your ideal person. So head to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com, click on the work with me page. There's also an option to work with me one-on-one. And I just can't wait to help you 10 times your results of your ideal person. So much love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.